0: Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Straits Times and The Business Times where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial investment scene. Hi everyone, I'm Ernest Lewis and my co-host is The Business Times Digital Editor, Christopher Lim. In this episode, we are with The Straits Times Business Editor, Lee Sushan and Correspondent Grace Leong.
1: Chris, why don't you kick things off first? Alright, Grace. Let's look at this scenario, say I'm a newly retired man in my 60s, finally got my hands on my CPF money, but my nephew comes along and says, come on, there's this new bitcoin, I can double your money, make it work harder for you. So should I listen to my nephew or should I be more cautious?
2: Well, if you want to invest in crypto, you must understand the technology first. And please do not use your CPF monies to invest if you're a senior. I mean, it really depends on your age. If you're in your 60s and you can't afford to lose the retirement monies that you have, don't touch this at all. But if you're young, you can devote like 10% of your investment to Bitcoin. And, um, you know, that would help diversify your risk. Because having said that, um, cryptocurrencies can be an alternative asset class. Um, These days, what you want to find is an asset class where there is um, not much correlation with um, what's happening, say, in the stock market or um, the real estate market. And cryptos currently, there isn't really much of a correlation with stocks or real estate. So to manage your investment risk, it would be a good idea to diversify into cryptocurrencies. But um, please understand the technology first before you invest in it.
1: Grace, I want to pose you this. Now, Singaporeans are kiasu. That means two things. We're afraid of losing our principal investment funds and also of missing out on the next big thing. Does kiasu ness have a place in today's brave new world of investing?
2: Um, no, I think you should understand what you're investing in first. Don't get in just because the price is going up. You should really understand what the technology is and what it does, and the potential of the technology as well before you actually invest in it. Um, You know, Bitcoin is not a financial asset like a stock or a bond. Its only investment value lies in the possibility of appreciation that's bestowed on it by people who hold it. The ultimate number of Bitcoins is about 21 million, and currently there are about 18 million in circulation. So, the rarity of this product would explain why Bitcoin has gone up so much. And that's because only 0.01% of the world population owns any of it. So you can only imagine what effect this would have on the trading price of Bitcoin, especially when FOMO or the fear of missing out kicks in and spreads to 100 times more holders. Like I said before, it is an exciting new investment alternative. But understand it's technology and its potential before investing.
0: Now, Sushan, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, when you are a newbie to the investment scene, be it here in Singapore or wherever you intend to invest around the world, how important is our mindset? Should we mentally separate what are savings and what is extra money we can use to grow a little faster? I think you should always be clear what
3: is money that is so-called a uh, play money, money that you can well afford to lose. Uh, you know, money that won't you know get you thrown out onto the streets because you can't pay your mortgage. Uh, that should be differentiated from your savings. Um, but that requires discipline because sometimes when you're on a winning streak or even on a losing streak, you may be more inclined to put money. Um, in more and more money in and you may end up losing everything so the important thing is perhaps uh, at the start of the month to put aside a certain sum and you know that this is amount of money that can be locked up and uh, therefore you won't touch it and the rest of the money
1: by all means have a flutter hi Shine. you know it's true that when you're young there are opportunities to earn back losses But also, when you're young, some would say, it's best to get your money in and enjoy the many years of compound interest you have ahead of you. And there's also the impetus to quickly assemble a nest egg that can build its own momentum. So how do you balance these two perspectives?
3: When when you start, you can... Perhaps afford to lose more, so perhaps yes i i this is just a personal view. you could perhaps uh, set aside fifty percent for something that could be your play money, your investing money, and the other fifty percent yes could be locked up for for savings that proportion could change as you uh, as you uh, age as you uh, change jobs, perhaps as you start having a family, your priorities may change, and one very important thing is that you need to constantly evaluate uh, what are some of your financial goals and your financial situation.
0: Well, thanks Sushan and Grace for answering based on our scenarios of typical newcomers to the investment scene. Now to you, our listener, we'd like to invite you to pose your own questions or scenarios to moneyhacks at podcast at sph.com.sg. That brings us to the end of this episode of Money Hacks, where we help you make sense of trends and your finances. To find more podcast series, go to the Straits Times and the Business Times. Do note that any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.